Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for September 9th, 2022. So I'm teaching a series entitled God's Grace in Our Faith. And for those of you that don't know me, what I do on a daily basis is I provide you some scripture. We break it down, give you life application, like biblical life application. We turn the corner from information to application. So I, I present the Bible to you in a way that you can actually apply to your daily living. And then, uh, and then we close out with a declaration of faith, and we do this pretty much every day. So, so if you're new here, thank you. Subscribe, get connected uh, with this. We call this the Grace Life Family, right? So we're living by the grace of God. We are who we are by the grace of God, and we're here to support one another, to build each other up, and not to tear each other down. So listen, God wants to pour into your life today. This is God's grace and our faith, part 80. I take my time teaching on this stuff, and there's a series inside of the series called It's Already Done. And, and the title of today's message is The Power of Discovering Yourself. Yesterday, I talked about discovering yourself, right? And so there's this power that comes when you discover who you are. When you discover Jesus, you get to discover yourself. And once you know who it is that, that God called you to be from the foundations of the world, and you start walking and living as that, yes, will there be opposition? Of course, there's going to be people that say, wait a minute, aren't you the person they said to Jesus? Aren't you the person that fix the roof down the street. Aren't you the person? That's Mary's son. That's Joseph's kid. You know, there's going to be some people that see you from strictly a human point of view, but there's going to be some people that will acknowledge the anointing that's on your life and they will honor it. And then you will get to walk in the divine assignment that God has given you. You cannot be moved by people. You can only be moved by God. Get ready to receive the word today. All right, so let's get into the word for this morning. John 1 and 14 says, the word Jesus became flesh. And he, he, the word, dwelt among us, and we were able to behold his glory. It is the glory of the only begotten of the Father who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. But the sad reality is that while he came from the Father, while he left heaven just to get us there, and while he was full of grace and truth, there were some people that didn't acknowledge Jesus like that. That They saw him from strictly a human point of view, and they they failed to receive from the anointing that was on his life. And if they did it to Jesus, yeah, they're going to do it to you. The Bible says in John 1 and 17, the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. So in this series, I've also been teaching you the difference between the old covenant and the new covenant. And so under the old covenant, it was law-based, it was performance-based, but under this new covenant, it's grace-based. And so, say this, and for those of you that still are struggling with this, put this in the chat. I am delivered from performance-based religion. We, you got to be per- delivered from performance-based religion. You got to get to the point where you just believe what God believes about you. You, you believe it. You don't even know how God is going to do it, but you believe it. And you start to launch out in faith and you get to experience the favor of God. Favor can do more in a minute than labor can do in a lifetime. Second Peter chapter one, verses one through four, the Bible says, Hey guys, I'm Simon Peter. I'm a servant. I'm an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm writing to them who have obtained like precious faith, the same faith that Jesus had is the, is the faith that I have and is the same faith that you have. And we receive this faith through the knowledge of him, right? Through the righteousness of God and our savior, Jesus the Christ. He says, listen, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of him. So as you, as you get more knowledge of God, grace and peace are multiplied unto you as our Lord Jesus, watch this, has, uh, 
has already given us. All things, say it's already done. God has already given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. And, and these things, you come into the revelation of it through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. God has called us to live a life, a virtuous life, a glorious life where he can be placed on display. Where when, when people look at us, they come in contact with him, whereby God has given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these promises, when we believe and receive, when, when we, we believe these crazy promises that God has given us and we don't even know how he's going to do it, but we believe it. And then we walk out and then it's manifested in our, in our lives. We become partakers of God's divine nature. And as a result, we escape the corruption that is in this world through lust. So we're living different from the world. We walk in a level of holiness. Why? Because we are partakers of God's divine nature. So in yesterday's message, we looked at the life of Peter. And I even use my life as an example. And, and we talked about how Simon the fisherman, once he got a revelation of who Jesus was, man, it really changed his life. And it changed his life forever. And Simon the fisherman became Peter the apostle. And how different your life can be when you get a revelation of who Jesus is, and then you get a revelation of who you are, and then you believe it. And so if you believe it, I believe that it changed my life. It will change your life forever. Jesus looked at Simon, the son of Jonah, Simon the fisherman, and he called him a son of God, and he called him Peter. And it changed that revelation of, hey, you are Simon. The people know you as Simon. You've lived all your life as Simon, but I'm telling you, there's a greater revelation of who you are. And when Jesus revealed it to Peter and Peter believed it, it changed his life and it changed it forever. This reminds me of something that the apostle Paul said. The apostle Paul wrote this. He said this in 2 Corinthians. He says, from this time on, we don't think of anyone the way the world thinks of people. It is true though that in the past, we thought of Christ that way. In the past, we thought of Jesus as a mere man. In the past, we saw Jesus just like the world sees Jesus, but we don't think that way now. <laughs> when anyone is in Christ, it's a whole new world. The old things are gone, and suddenly, instantly, everything is new. That's from the easy-to-read version, right? The traditional uh, uh, King James Version says, Where, wherefore, henceforth, we know no man after the flesh. That's a little bit confusing. I like how the easy to read says, from this time on, we don't think of anyone the way the world thinks of people. So, so from now on, in other words, the New International Version says, from, so from now on, we regard no one from strictly a worldly point of view. We, we, we've stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. Why? Because when God looks at us, he's not evaluating us from a human point of view, and he doesn't want us to evaluate others from a human point of view, God sees us in the spirit and God expects us to see others in the spirit. Watch this. Let me say it this way. If you don't see the anointing or can't perceive the anointing that is on my life, then you can't receive from the anointing that is on my life. If you tune in to hear Rick Pina in the flesh, then you're only going to get from Rick Pina in the flesh. And I'm just not that, you know, that's nothing. <laughs> like, I mean, without the father, I can do nothing. So you don't want to receive, you don't tune in to hear me. You tune in to hear God through me. And so when, when there's, when you honor the anointing that's on my life and you can see me for the man of God that God has called me to be, now you're able to receive from me on another level. And then you got to learn how to even to honor yourself. Let's talk about all of this today. What does this mean for you today? I have a few things to share with you and let's get it this, this Friday morning. Number one, this is where I need you to lock in. Number one, God does not want you to see people, not even yourself, from strictly a human 
point of view. God wants you to honor people and even honor yourself. Say this, say, I honor the anointing on my own life. You might want to put that in the chat. I honor the anointing. Not only do I honor the anointing on other people, I honor the anointing on my own life. Say amen to that. God made plans for each and every one of us. And just like God wants you to honor those plans, the plans he made for you, God wants you to honor the plans that he made for other people as well, right? So when you honor people for whom God has called them to be, your level of honor enables you to see past their faults and their flaws and their failures. So, so when you honor someone, and this is why you got to even honor yourself. When you honor someone, you're able to, to see them the way that God sees them without tripping over their humanity, right? And so when you honor other people, that's great. And when you honor yourself, you will be, you'll be able to believe what God believes about you without even tripping over your own humanity. Every born again person is both human and divine. So God wants you to honor the divinity he placed in others to the point where you can get past their humanity. Because if you only see people from a strictly, from a human point of view, you're going to get caught up in their humanity. You are going, if you, if you hang around somebody long enough, you're going to see moments and glimpses of their humanity. You're going to see glimpses of the fact that they're flawed. They're going to say stuff they probably shouldn't say. They're going to do stuff they probably shouldn't do, but God is not holding that against them. And so since God is not holding that against them, God, and he's using them by grace, God wants you to see them the way that he sees them. And so not to see them from a, a, a human point of view. And it's the same thing with your with yourself. You, you got to learn to see yourself and see God. So you got to learn to see Jesus, not not like the world does, but the, the, the way that the father does. You get a, revel a revelation of who Jesus is. You get a revelation of who you are. And then you get a revelation of who other people are. And at that point, you're, you're not caught up with their flaws or their faults or their failures. You are receiving from the God that's in them. You're receiving from the anointing that is on their life. Peter had to learn to see himself the way that God saw him in order to, to make a transition from Simon the fisherman to Peter the apostle. And so you, you have to do the same thing. I had to do the same thing. And so God expects us to honor the anointing on other people. God even expects us to honor the anointing on our own lives. You must honor the anointing on your life to the point where you believe what God believes about you. Say that out loud. I believe what God believes about me. When you get to the point where you believe what God believes about you, now you can walk with a level of confidence and boldness and grace and grace and peace will be multiplied unto you. Why? Because you believe what God believes about you. All right, number two, those who misidentify Jesus are missing out on the life-changing power that Jesus came to provide. So, so let me be clear. I start every one of these messages in this series talking about the law was given by Moses. Grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, the word became flesh and he dwelt among us and we were able to behold his glory. It is the glory of the only begotten of the father who came from the father full of grace and truth. And so Jesus came full of grace and truth. Jesus came, you know, to provide us, to usher us into this dispensation of grace. But the people who misidentify Jesus and don't see Jesus in that light, they're missing out on the grace light. They're missing out on being able to tap into the grace that Jesus came to provide. Like even in the text that we looked at yesterday, Matthew chapter 16, Jesus said, well, whom do men say that I, the son of man am? And, and Jesus was like, who do people say? And he said, well, well, some say that you are John the Baptist or Jeremiah or Elijah or one of the prophets. 
He was like, wow, they're, they're misidentifying me. And since they misidentify me, then they can't receive from the anointing that's on my life. And so, so Jesus was in their presence. I'm talking about Jesus, the son of God, Jesus, the Messiah, the lamb of God who came to take away the sin of the world was in their presence and they missed out. Ain't that crazy? He was in the same room with some of these people and they missed out because they failed to discern whom he was. And many people today, 2,000 years later, are still misidentifying Jesus. Many people today are saying, well, Jesus was a good man. I believe Jesus was a prophet. I believe Jesus, hey, my brother, let me tell you, listen, dude, Jesus is God, y'all. And so until you get a revelation of who Jesus is, he's not just some historical character. He's not just somebody that was a good man and went around doing good things. He is the son of God who came as the son of man so that the sons of men could become the sons of God. You know what I'm saying? You got to discern who Jesus is. Jesus was the Messiah. Jesus was God in the flesh. He was the incarnation of God. And he came to usher us into grace and truth. And But when you, if you fail to discern who Jesus is, now, watch this, now you're going to miss out on who you are. Because I already told you that you can't even discover who you are until you know who Jesus is. So sadly, not only... The people that that um, that say, well, Jesus was a good person, not only are those people missing out on eternal life, but they're also missing out on maximizing their purpose and potential while they're in this life. And so, so not only does God want you to have eternal life, but God wants you to make the most of the one life God gave you. And so they're missing out on this. The church of God is built on the revelation of who Jesus is. When, when, when Simon the fisherman said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God, he said, well, blessed art thou, Simon, son of Jonah. Flesh and blood didn't reveal that unto you, but, but my father, which is in heaven. And he says, based upon this rock, upon the, the revelation of who I am, I'm going to build my church. I'm going to build my whole church based on the revelation of who I am. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ is built on the revelation on the revelation of who Jesus is. So the world, there are people in the world that still see Jesus from a human point of view. They only relate to Jesus on a carnal level, on an earthly level, and they miss out on the grace that Jesus came to provide. But if you see Jesus in the spirit, say, I see Jesus in the spirit. If you see Jesus in the spirit, if you know that he was the son of God, the son of the living God, if you see Jesus and you properly relate to Jesus, then you will properly relate to yourself. You will become the man or the woman that God has called you to be. You will get a revelation of who you are when you get a revelation of who Jesus is. Say amen to that. I already shared with you my testimony yesterday that within days of me being born again, God put this desire in my heart to preach and teach and pastor. From days, days after me getting born again, I immediately knew that I would spend the rest of my life as a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, one of my best friends in high school, well, my best friend in high school, Manny, Manuel Ureña, Manny, Manny and I were talking not too long ago. And Manny said, man, he calls me Lenny, by the way. That's a, that's another story for another day. He said, Lenny, um, how did you become a preacher, dude? Like, I mean, how did you wind up becoming a preacher? Like, like, like the way I grew up, there was like this, like if we lined up a thousand people, like you would be the last guy that, that we would think would be that. Like, I mean, how'd you wind up doing that? Well, it was a revelation. When I, once I, I got a revelation of who Jesus is, I got a revelation of who I am. And I had this innate, insatiable desire to preach the gospel. And I told you nine months later, I preached my first sermon and I've been preaching ever since. And I'm a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Why? Because once I, I discovered who Jesus was, then I got to discover who I am. But that only happened through the, through the knowledge of him, right? If I didn't get a revelation of who Jesus was, I would have never, I would have missed out. 
I would if I did make it to heaven, I would have got to heaven only to, to realize, to recognize, to acknowledge that I missed out on living the life that God destined for me to live because I didn't get a revelation of it. All right, number three, seeing in the spirit is the key to receiving from Jesus, receiving from the God and those that God placed in your life and believing what God believes about you. So seeing in the spirit is the key. Let's talk about it. The people who only knew Jesus as the son of his parents, because, you know, there were some people that Jesus was right there and they're like, man, that's Mary's son. That's Joseph's boy. He can't be the Messiah. They saw him after the flesh. And and, and same thing happened with, with, um, with Peter. Like Peter, when Peter started ministering the gospel, Peter preached the first sermon and 3,000 souls were added unto the church, the first sermon of the New Testament church. Man, there had to be, when he started living as Peter the apostle, there had to be people that was like, no, that's Simon the fisherman. Come on, man. He's, that's the guy that runs the fishing business down the street. If people only see you from a human point of view, there's still people to this day that, that know me as Lenny from New Jersey and Sutter, New Jersey Avenue, Sutter Avenue in East New York, Brooklyn. And, and the people that know me like that from strictly a human point of view, they can't receive from the anointing that's on my life. And so, and if I only saw myself as that, then I could only live as that. So you can't just, listen, seeing in the spirit is the key. It takes God's spirit to see God to get a revelation of who God is, to see yourself the way that God sees you, and to see others the way that God sees them. God enabled, it was the spirit of God that enabled Simon, the fisherman, to see Jesus as the Messiah. It was the spirit of God that enabled Jesus to see that Simon, the fisherman, was called to be Peter, the apostle. It's the spirit is the spirit of God because everybody else was like, oh, that's Simon, the son of Jonah. And, and, and Jesus was like, no, that's Peter, the apostle. It takes the spirit of God for you to be able to see people beyond the natural. It takes the spirit of God for you to be able to walk over to the mirror and see yourself the way that God sees you. You were born as the son or daughter of your parents, but you will never maximize your purpose and potential until you see yourself as a son or daughter of God, until you see yourself the way that God sees you, until you believe what God believes about you. When you come into the knowledge of what God believes about you, you are then equipped to receive what he's already prepared. Remember, I'm telling you, it's already done. All things that pertain unto life and godliness are already yours. They've already been stored up for you, but you cannot receive it until you get, it's through the knowledge of him. When you get a knowledge, the knowledge of him, then you discover what's already yours, what's already provided. When you get the knowledge of him, when he gives you revealed knowledge, God is revealing to you what was concealed from you, but prepared for you from the foundations of the world. So God is revealing to you what was prepared for you, but concealed from you. you you were ignorant. You were born ignorant of the plans that God made for you from the foundations of the world. And once you start walking in the spirit, God begins to peel back the curtain so you can see what's already mine. Glory to God. And so God shows me, I'm looking back there and God is, oh my God, that's my, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Now I may not get it for years. It may take weeks or months or years. It may even take decades for me to walk in that thing, but it's mine. If God showed it to me, then it's already mine and it's already done. All things that, listen, these things, everything I need on the outside, it will manifest in my life at just the right time. God is, my gift will make room for me. God will bring me into the presence of the people that I need to be brought into when I need it. God will give me the right relationships at the right time. God will open doors for me that no man can close. And everything I need on the inside is already mine. Say this, say this out loud. My future is not ahead of me. 
My future is inside of me. And so, so what I'm doing now is I'm walking out. It is the outworking of the internal. My, my future is inside of me. And so I'm walking out what God has deposited in. And my singular focus in life is to get out of me everything God placed in me from the foundations of the world. Say amen to that. Number four and finally, so we could close out the week. Don't allow a religious mindset to keep you from living in the fullness of the life that God called you to live in. Please don't allow a religious mindset to keep you from living in that fullness. Under the old covenant, I already told you that under the old covenant, the spotlight was on man and it was all about man working for God. And it was designed to prove to us that we're not good enough. Under the, under the new covenant, it's about God and what God has already done for us. It is already done. The old covenant was about what humans needed, <laughs> right? This whole human, uh, this is what I need. Under the new covenant is what God has already provided. Oh my God, it's a different way to live. It's the grace life. Under the old covenant, it was about rites and rituals and routines. And list. It, 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 you came to God from a position of need. Under the new covenant, it's, it's from a position of grace. Under the new covenant, God is revealing to me what's already done, what's already provided. God is revealing to me that he's given me all things that pertain unto life and godliness. And, and I get a revelation of it through the knowledge of him. I'm walking with God. God is walking with me. It's a journey of discovery and deployment. God, I'm discovering, and then I deploy into what I discover. And then God reveals something else. And I just, oh, glory to God, I didn't know that. You say to your spouse, babe, I, look, look what God said. Oh, I didn't even know what, Oh, glory. Thank you. And now I get to walk in that. Why? Because I discovered it and I deploy into it. And then God reveals something else to you. God gives you enough light to maximize the season that you're in. God is not going to tell you everything. God is not going to tell you what's around the corner. God is not going to tell you what's down the street. If he told you everything, you wouldn't need faith. God, the life of faith is that you walking with God. There's a certain level of mystery to walking with God. You are discovering, you're deploying, you're learning, you're discerning. It's exciting. You don't, oh my God, it, we serve a God that can do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think or even imagine according to the power that works on the inside of us. Please don't be so religious that you miss out on all of that. Don't be so religious that you're like, oh, well, uh, I guess that's not going to work for me because, you know, I didn't do this right. Or I didn't. Listen, God is not holding your faults against you. You're, you you, you got to get over the fact that you're not good enough. God wants to, you, God wants to bless you because God wants to bless you because God is good. Say amen to that. Say, say, God wants to bless me because I'm good. God, that's it. So stop allowing this religious mindset to keep you in a box. It's not about your performance. You are not get over yourself. You will never be good enough for what God called you to do. In closing, if you're, this is why God hates religion. If your expectation of God is based on your perceived level of performance towards God, then you will never believe on God's level because you will never be good enough. But, but when you say, you know what, God, I'm going to, I'm going to die to self. I'm going to die to sin. I'm going to die to selfishness. And I'm even going to die to my limits. Father, I'm down for whatever. I, I, I open my heart. Whatever you say, I'm, I'm down for it. I believe what you believe about me. I'm going to, I'm whatever, whatever you say, what this thing exceeds my imagination. But if you get, if you put it down in my heart, if you show me doing it, 
in the spirit, then doggone it, I believe and I receive it, and I'm going to walk this thing out. I will become the man you call me to be. I will do what you, I believe what you believe about me. I am who you say I am. I can do what you say I can do. I will go where you need me to go. I will say what you tell me to say when I get there. There's nothing, not without you, I can do, but with you, I can do all things. There's nothing I can't do. God is on me, in me, with me, for me. I, I, I honor the anointing that's on my life. I honor the, the anointing on the people that you've assigned to my life. You've assigned specific people to speak into my life and I give them license. Other people, I don't give them license. Other people's words don't matter. That they, those words don't even carry weight. There's people that 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 they're not they're people that are not Rick Pena fans. Okay, I pray for them. Their poison can't stop my purpose. If God didn't assign them to me, praise God, I love you and I appreciate you and I pray for you. But but you know, I got stuff to do and I'm not worried about you. And so so their way, their words don't carry weight. Now, there's people that God has assigned to my life to speak into my life, and their words carry weight. So I honor their, them. I, I see them the way God sees them. I allow them to speak into my life. I, I, I see it as the man of God, the woman of God, the word of God for me. And so I honor that. God has assigned me to speak into the lives of other people. And those people that honor the anointing on my life, I can speak into their life. If there's people that don't honor me, I'm not going to waste my time get, trying to pour into somebody that's not going to honor the anointing on my life. If you only see me from a strictly a human point of view, and, and, and every time I try to pour into your life, you're arguing with me, but what about this? What about that? And you, you're just trying to, listen, then you're not seeing you're not seeing the anointing or you're not honoring the weight that's on the words. So I'm not going to waste that time. I'm going to go pour into somebody else. That's it. And so that's, this is how we're supposed to live. We're just, we're supposed to live in the spirit. It's a different way to live. And I've already given you too much for today. All right. So I'm going to stop. Glory to God. Thank you. I said a whole lot on that one. Y'all ready to close this thing out? Y'all ready to go into the weekend strong? I want you to live up, uh, lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Uh, Glory. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about your grace and my requirement to live by faith. I refuse to see myself from a human point of view. I already see Jesus for who he is. And now I see myself as Jesus is. As Jesus is, so am I. I also don't see others from strictly a human point of view. You have placed some people in my life to bless me, for me to receive from them, from the anointing that's on their lives. And I declare that I do because I see them the way you see them. I believe what you believe about me. I believe what you believe about them. Living this way, I walk in the spirit I'm no longer a mere man. I'm a God man. And greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to today's. You want my notes. You get the notes for free. Todaysword.org. Click on the big red subscribe button. Put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. This was, this was a good word. If this message was a blessing to you, leave me some comments in the chat. I'd like to read those comments. Share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. Go into this weekend walking in the spirit. If you walk in the spirit, not only will you not fulfill the lust of the flesh, but if you walk in the spirit, you will live an amazing life. It is the life that God called you to live. Have a great weekend. I'll see you on Monday morning. 
you enjoyed this content and you would like to learn more about our ministry or you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit ripministries.org. You will learn there what we're doing in the Caribbean, providing a Christ-based education to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. We also provide them a hot meal every day. If you would like to partner with us, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have my book, Level Up Your Life, go to rickpina.co and get the book today. From rickpina.co, you'll also see that I have journals and I also have some other products and apparel and etc. all centered around the grace life. And then lastly, if you enjoy this content, but you want direct access to Isabella and I, the Lord impressed it upon my heart for Isabella and I to start mentoring people, giving people access to us to be able to ask us questions. We're answering questions about ministry, about missions, nonprofit, for-profit. I'm addressing things as far as how I preach, our approach to preaching. We're putting out private content just for a specific group in the Patreon. So please visit patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina if you're interested in this material. Have an amazing day.